0: Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Have you heard the news that Apple is allowing NFTs onto its App Store? It's not really being spoken about much right now at this moment because there are two major catches. So today we're going to discuss what those two catches are. And what kind of opportunity is being presented to the NFT community and creators on a whole? So it has been about two weeks since this news has broken. But as I said, with those two major catches, people are not so enthusiastic about it. So this is not something that is going to be trending on Twitter. People aren't necessarily up in arms in excitement, I should say. They're not celebrating this for the most part. But I do see that there is a positive side to this. But just to give you an idea, just some perspective as to how major this is, the Apple App Store... According to Statista, in 2020, there was $70 billion in revenue from the App Store. So this presents a major opportunity for NFT creators. But as I said, there is one major catch. Well, two. The first catch is that they are going to take a 30% cut. Because every single app that is on the App Store, if you sell anything in there, as far as uh, any kind of add-on, in-game features, subscriptions, anything... Apple actually takes a 30% cut of all of that transaction. So to give you a little perspective, that $70 billion that I said was their revenue in 2020, that meant that Apple ends up taking $20 billion or so of that. And to give you a little bit more perspective as to see, well, how high is this 30% actually? OpenSea takes 2.5%. Magic Eden takes 2%. X2Y2 takes half a percent. And if we're going to look at just simple Visa transactions or MasterCard, just using a debit card and credit card and processing that, usually it's going to be around the 2 to 3%. If you're a larger company, you're going to be in the low ones, but definitely nowhere near 30% either way. And because of this, a lot of applications such as Spotify, which is probably the most famous one, does not allow customers to subscribe to their service within the app. Reason being is they don't want to split that 30% and the CEO of Spotify actually went on social media and saying that they're fighting the system basically down with the man, you know, that sort of thing. And they were allowing their customers to use the app. However, in order to get the subscription, you're going to have to go over to the website. So you'd open up the Safari browser or whatever browser that you're using on your device, and then you'd have to make the credit card payment there directly from spotify.com. But within the app itself, you can only use the service. You cannot make any kind of purchases whatsoever. And that was their work around for it. So, of course, in this whole Web3 ecosystem. We don't necessarily like to pay fees. That is why a lot of these platforms are coming up with no royalties and no fees and uh, so forth, as we've discussed on many episodes before that. So the idea of a 30 percent fee is absolutely infuriating to a lot of people in this industry. But there is also a second catch. The second catch is that all transactions have to be done in U.S. dollars, no crypto. And that's where a lot of people fall off the bandwagon. And what sort of seemed like it was going to be good news at first, now just seems like a total joke. So a lot of people just pulled out as soon as they heard those two things. 30%, straight fiat, they're out. So because of this, it's going to present an opportunity, I believe anyways, because as the Web3 purists that have the values of decentralization, everything goes uh, purely crypto, not using fiat whatsoever, they're going to be turned off from this platform and they're just going to see this as Apple's corporate greed, just trying to reach into Web3 and have a cash grab and they should just be satisfied with everything that they have. However, I like to look on the other side and say there is a group of people that don't necessarily share those exact same decentralization owning everything and uh, keeping it within your metamask or whatever wallet that you're using such as phantom or whichever blockchain that you're using just having those same values of having your own keys and all that stuff most people don't have those values yet A lot of people don't even know what any of that, what I just said, even means. So just to think that, yes, an app is something that they can understand. There's millions, there's in fact billions of people using apps every single day. And to have these apps on the App Store that will be selling NFTs in one way or another is just an interesting thing. And I think it opens up the door to a wide array of people that would never, ever set up a crypto wallet, own any Bitcoin, ETH or anything, and then it's going to be a gateway into the rest of Web3. So I think it is very interesting for that point. But also, let's not forget, the thing that brought a lot of people into NFTs and Web3 was NBA Top Shot. And that did not go after the quote unquote Web3 purist that went after NBA fans and then presented this new way of collecting NBA moments. Right. And that was what opened up the gateway for them. So just thinking going forward, how other people will be drawn into this ecosystem, they know that something is in the app store that is offering some sort of digital collectible or some sort of digital asset in a way that just happens to be stored on a blockchain. It's not even advertised up front. All the tech behind it decentralization, all of that is never mentioned. But they know that it is an enjoyable experience using an app and they come into this world and then guess what? That's going to open up everything for them. Just like NBA Top Shot. The majority of people that came into that world had no idea what was going on over there as far as all the tech and everything going behind the scenes. And the average person, if you ask them what blockchain are NBA Top Shot saved on, or Transacted on they would say they don't know they have no idea they don't even care all they know is that they have what they like Whether it is a lebron moment or some vintage moment, whatever it is a classic moment Obviously, I don't collect nba top shot So i'm not using the exact terminologies all the different rarities and so forth So please don't run me down if you're a diehard nba top shot fan. I was never really a big fan of nba However, I just like what they did I'm a fan of what they put out there into the market and how they brought people in So with that said going back to this as far as those people now Uh, that are going into these apps, they might be presented with something such as a game. And in that game, there's going to be an in-game asset, which will happen to be an NFT that you can transact from account to account. You can swap, you can sell and do all sorts of cool things on the back end, And they won't even know all the tech that's behind it. All they know is that they have this game and they can sell things out of it. And that's where it gets really interesting because, as I said, these aren't the Web3 diehards that absolutely have those values and everything in place set in stone and will look at this and say, no, this is ridiculous. This is not the way it should be. These are people that only know the Web2 world, the way of doing things, and they just think it's going to be cool in order to do that. Now, once they start to understand, maybe once they start to have some content or engage with other people that are in that ecosystem, the world, they realize like, you know what? There is another world out there. This technology is actually NFTs. It is on a blockchain. And what else out there? Then they'll end up finding OpenSea, Magic Eden, and then other platforms and just the whole world of Web3 just opens up to them. So I see this as a great gateway. And just to think of this, how things have to pivot, because a lot of people might be listening to this and say, I can't believe you're even supporting this, that you think this is a great idea because Apple's going to take 30% and this is just everything that we're against. But I just want to know that we pivot, right? There is something that is said about technology and just being able to adapt and make changes as we go along. And let's just even go back to Apple, for example. When Steve Jobs launched the iPhone, the original one, did you know that there wasn't even an app store? There was just a set amount of apps that come preloaded on the phone, and the idea that they had would that people would just have a whole bunch of web apps. They wouldn't have to install anything onto the phone. And well, fast forward about a year or a year and a half into the life of the iPhone, and then came the idea of, okay, well, maybe we do need to launch an app store, give some tools to developers to be able to bring different tools onto it because the whole web app thing didn't really work out as we planned. The web wasn't developing at that speed. However, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to Apple because as I said, $70 billion revenue, $20 billion of their share, all of that was made possible by the app store. So if they had stuck to the original plan, the original principles, and not even being willing to pivot off of that, They would never have that stream of income. So as far as NFT creators and whatever projects they're doing, if they have the mindset that, you know what, this is not Web3, I want nothing to do with it. Okay, cool. However, there are other people that will see the great opportunity here and uh, use this as a way to onboard people into their ecosystem, into their world, and then allow them to get other services and other NFTs and other touch points. And that's how they're going to use this thing. Because as a marketer, there's a saying or a business person, whatever it might be, that you might say that a percentage of something is way better than Having all of nothing, right? In another words is, if you are not selling any NFTs, you are someone who is gung-ho, stuck on wanting to keep your percentage and all of that stuff, but you're not selling, cool, you can have it that way. However, there are people that will say, okay, I can have an access to all of these people in the Apple ecosystem and I can give up 30%. Now the ball is on my court to figure out how I'm going to monetize that and um, make revenue additionally from them in other ways, whether that means onboarding them, teaching them what it is to have your own wallet with your own private keys and buy my NFTs or come to my program, whatever it is on the back end. But once they're in your world and understand that this is what the technology is, and then that point you can start to really onboard them into Web3, it opens up a great opportunity because at that point you are not only the touch point, like the first point of contact, the gateway for Web3, but now you are the trusted resource. So in order to do that, I think there's a great thing. So there's two camps. Some people absolutely be disgusted with this and just be upset that I'm even supporting this or entertaining this idea whatsoever and then other people will say you know what i do see the opportunity in this so either way i would love to know what are your thoughts on that do you think this whole apple thing taking 30 percent, only using fiat is a great thing or do you think this is just absolutely horrible spits in the face of everything that we're doing in web3 love to know your thoughts on that please feel free to reach out to me at tropic vibes on twitter as usual i just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building web3 together so until next time later